Queen's Castle. Chapter 19. Lee ran his fingers through his long, blonde tresses. He breathed deeply, wondering if Dirk really regretted all the suffering he had put him through, and if he had called a halt to his sadistic games with the recorded overtures, or if he was just resting things for a few days before going at him again like a modern Marquis de Sade. Lee didn't think he could stand it if he started torturing him again. It was bad enough before, but these last few days had been so wonderful that he was almost ready to break through the last barriers of reserve and tell him just how much he really meant to him. He had been so tender and sweet and loving that Lee wanted him to stay like that forever. It would be absolutely like heaven if they could go on this way for good. When Rose Moore was safely in his hands, legally, he could have Dirk, and they need never part. They could come and go as they pleased, do whatever they wanted, and live like royalty. If Dirk's true feelings were as he suspected, they wouldn't go very many places or do very much that would interfere with their sexual revelries. These last days had been unbelievably satisfying. He let his slim fingers travel from his silken hair down across his face and neck to his chest. The agony which had gone before was drowned out in the delirious recollections of the later events. The way he had treated him, like Lord Launford instead of his slave, made him feel for the first time as though he were really nobility. For he had adored him these last days, waiting on him, speaking softly and lovingly to him, calling him my darling lord and my lord my love so naturally that he might always have thought of him thus. And the way he had made his body come alive, using only tender caresses of his gentle hands, lips, tongues, and that marvelous hard maleness he carried like a scepter. Lee had felt some pretty deep sensations under the influence of his painful treatments, but there had been nothing to equal the raptures he had created with more gentle techniques. Oh, he had bitten him a little, of course, and he blushed as he admitted that he had made more than one mark on his manly physique, too, but those brief hurts only served to intensify the depth of their feelings. No, he could never go through the other kind of sexual gymnastics again. It would be like going back to the chain gang after having escaped it to become a millionaire living in luxury. His hands had slipped down as if they had a will of their own, and he realized that they were massaging his erect cock. He was starting to pant from the excitement and, and renewed his memories of the many hours he had been caressed by Dirk. The unpleasant thoughts of punishment vanished. His hands continued to fondle his creamy flesh as he wondered what Dirk was doing and how soon he would join him here. When his fingers gripped the top half of his cock, it was as though Dirk were there, teasing the edges of swelling glands. It, it's almost like a little world all its own, Dirk had told him during one of the many times he had been studying Lee's penis closely in the recent days of love. He liked to lie down far on the bed between his abducted thighs, with his head resting on the side and top of one creamy thigh, and peer lovingly at the wonders of his golden-furred anus. It's so ungodly beautiful, he had told him, the delicious shades of pink and red. It's so lovely. Then he would kiss it, nibbling ever so gently with his lips, until Lee would tingle all over with wanting him. Oh, Dirk, my lover, he would moan passionately as he licked at the inner edges of the thickening sphincter rim. He realized that he had moaned to him just now, just thinking about it as his own fingers worked on his prick. He could almost hear his voice, full of hoarse overtones, as his natural male endowments thrilled him to lusty heights as he told him of his magnetic hold on him. And the darling perfume of you, he would say, it's indescribable. It's a delicate, acid sweetness, like an exotic fruit of some kind, ripe and aching to be eaten, giving off its compelling scent to lead me to it. 
When I get there, I find that it's too a thing too beautiful to ravage with my teeth, no matter how the scent of it hungers me. And I need to take the juice from it to hold back my hungers for a while, hoping that somehow I can taste more and more of it until I stop hungering for a while. But always, though I thrill to taste the musky delight of the buttock juices, I'm left unsatisfied a little. Yet I can't bruise the dear little fruit that oozes such nectar or I'll lose the entire joy. Oh, give me your nectar. I'm dying of hunger for you. And he would lick and suck and lip nipple at the heated cock until Lee was ready to faint with passion. Lee could feel the hard rod of his desire against his foot while he drank of his flowing sperm. And his mouth would ache for the taste of Dirk. He could hardly wait to take him in his lips and swallow his dear maleness. The very words he had spoken to him heightened his own desire, and the wet sounds of his feasting made him all the more hungry for that meat which was being wasted at his feet. And the quivering thrills that were running over his body, like little electric moles burrowing just beneath his skin, then diving to burrow downward at the most sensitive points of his being, all of these sensations were building to make his hungers increase by the second. He was now mixing his memories with the present, his need for Dirk almost creating his presence in the bed with him. It made him relive those moments, a composite of all those moments, as he brought himself to completion with his hands. Oh, Dirk, my darling lover, you suck me so beautifully. I love to have you suck the juices of opened and realized his condition. Meet the ghost of his mouth as he spoke in passion, muted whispers. But I want your sweet cock in my mouth, darling. I'm hungry, too. Let me have you, Dirk. Oh, let me have you. In the trance of his heated ascendancy, one hand drifted subconsciously from his spewing penis until he could thrust three of the dripping fingers in his mouth. He seized on them eagerly, sucking and humming to himself as he tried to make them be the male organ he so desperately wanted. But the substitute couldn't fool him. After a brief attempt to lick and suck the imitation into some semblance of the real item, he let the fingers slip from his lips and the hand fell at his side. Oh, Dirk, lover, fuck me. I need you. His other hand now redoubled its activity. As his fingers jacked his cock, he felt the lack of something to, to authentic and the dream fuck he was reaching for. He reached down and shifted hands. Then a finger slipped in his asshole, and he felt almost as if Dirk were there, giving him the multiple thrill that he loved so well. His movements became erratic, and as he strove to swallow the fingers which penetrated his rear parlor door... Suddenly, the accumulated passions of the last few minutes caught up in a gargantuan traffic jam, and his back ached as the whole effect piled up to shove him through the final gateway. I'm coming. Oh, darling, come at me quick. Flood me, Dirk. He shuddered as his prick burst again and fell back onto the bed. His hands lay where they fell, and he could vaguely sense the moist heat of his rear. Oh, Dirk, he whispered as he regained the present with his conscious mind. Come to me. Come to me. Come be good to me, Dirk. Then his eyes opened, and he realized his condition. No, wait until I've bathed again, my darling. Then come to me. He slipped off the bed and ran into the bathroom. <laughs>